1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
0: T's and C's apply in South Wales. Authorisation number TP slash 01005. Just a frustrating one, I guess, at this point in time. And, you know, speaking with um, the medical team, unfortunately, with this process, um, it means that some players who actually aren't concussed,
1: will miss games. So that was Chelsea Randall. We know it is um, it is a very, very important area of concern at the moment in the game concussion and players absolutely on board. But the frustration for Chelsea believing that um, she had been clinically cleared to play and then once new vision had been seen, um, it was made, the decision was made to actually rule her out, Adelaide in uh, consultation with the league's medical experts means that one of the best players in the competition will miss this semi-final and it's not the first time Chelsea Randall's missed a game with concussion she missed the 2021 grand final as well. Matty Clark was frustrating, he knows how important the issue is but um, they're not wrapped with the actual process involved in Chelsea being ruled out. So it's uh, one of a couple of interesting issues as we build up to this semi-final action. There's no better person to speak to about this than the former Lion, former Saint and hawk superstar, 7 AFL commentator, and one of my favourite people, Kate McCarthy. Hello, Katie Mack. Sam, hi,
0: great. How are you going? Great
1: to be on. <laughs> All the better for speaking to you. Um, it's a, are you a bit confused by the Chelsea Randall decision? Cleared tripped over her shoelaces um, and now uh, not cleared to play.
0: Yeah, I am a little bit confused, um, even with her just saying that now people that are clinically not diagnosed with concussion will be ruled out of games, um, especially games like this one. Probably not what you want for the, the league and for the game itself. But in saying that, if there is genuine concern around something that they've seen on the footage then I guess that's the decision that they've gone with and yeah as you said we know how important protecting the head is um but I feel the most sorry for her just because of how she handled herself last time I mean missing a grand final there were all sorts of things coming out saying that some of the men's players would have gone to court to overrule the decision and things like that but she copped it so well the first time and just said no I'm I'm concussed and this is the right thing to do and We need to do the right thing by sort of ourselves and set a precedent for younger kids that are watching the game. And then for this to happen to her where she actually isn't concussed and now she's missing Mm. a very, very important game, um, potentially their last game of the season if they don't win. So, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that it's happened. But I think as the champion that she is, she's obviously handled it beautifully again.
1: Uh, Richmond and North Melbourne, who wins this one and why for you before we get to the venue decision?
0: Jean, you put me on the spot there. Um, <laughs> Richmond and North. Look, I think if Richmond's talls, Katie Brennan and, and Courtney Wakefield, are really up and about and get good, good use from their mids, I think they'll be a little bit too strong just because of that forward line potency um, and what they've gotten. The battle of the midfield is going to be fantastic, whether they run that tag with Jazz Garner again. Meg McDonald kept her to a season low last time that the the two sides met, but yeah, it's going to be such a good battle. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Richmond, but very narrowly, probably like three or four points in the end. But it's all going to come down to yeah whether they can one keep Jazzy Garner again to her low disposals, and we know such how how much of an influence she can have on the game, but. Also, their use of the ball going forward. Can Talia Randall get up and about for North and, and kick a few much-needed goals? And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that game. Uh,
1: and just quickly, Adelaide and Collingwood. Have you got a view on who's winning that one?
0: I think it'll be a very close game, especially now that that Chelsea's out. Um, I think Adelaide will be just a little bit too strong, but if if the players can move the ball like they did in the pre uh, the sorry the round before that, the first round of finals. They'll be very difficult to deep. They got the ball into the corridor and used it beautifully, and just gave their forwards really good use and good deep entries. So, yeah, they will need to be Adelaide will need to be a little bit more accountable in transition, a lot better than than the Dogs did in defence, and, and stop Collingwood using the ball the exact way that they want to.
1: Um, are you a bit curious? Are you a bit uh, perplexed as to the timing of the scheduling of the Richmond and Kangaroos clash at the same time the Matildas are playing? There's a WBBL game on as well, and the decision to play it at Punt Road, which means that there's a fair few fans that aren't going to be able to attend, even though Richmond have earned the ride. It's a complex one. How did you see it?
0: Yeah, to be honest, I'm pretty disappointed in the decision um, to only be able to have 2,800 fans to um, such an important final and one that's matched up so nicely. Um, The timing, I sort of understand that there's a lot of a lot of women's sport happening at this time of year. So I think, yeah, obviously a lot of people support a lot of women's sports. So that's another thing that they could have potentially looked at a little bit better, but I feel really sorry for the Richmond members who have been huge supporters of their women's club. And some of the members couldn't even get tickets to the game. And I understand as a club, you've got to do what's right for your team. Um, And first and foremost, winning the game is your priority. And if they think that, Punt Road offers them that much of an advantage, which I would question. Um, but, yeah, I, I really feel sorry for the fans that couldn't get tickets that have supported that club for the whole year and, and through their inception of the, of the league. And a friend of mine who plays for Richmond, she's got a lot of family that were planning on coming to the game and she could only get six tickets because that's all each player got, um, which meant a lot of her family members who wanted to come and watch her and support her actually can't. So... I think there's, yeah, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, but at the end of the day, we're, we talk about growing ASLW and that we're still in our infancy and we want to make it as accessible and as many people can come along and we want it to be a real spectacle. Um, but I think that decision kind of contradicts a few of those points. And I think the perfect way to think about it is just, again, the not double standards, but different rules for the men's game and different rules for the women's game. Um, Geelong can't play down at GMHBA because in men's finals because they want to get as many people to the game as possible. But then they've gone ahead and supported Richmond in this. I think Geelong, as a club, have always said that they want to play at GMHBA. So it's different there. The AFL tells them where they need to play. Um, but then they've come out and said that they back Richmond because they've earned the right to, to play at the Swinburne Centre. So... Yeah, it is a bit frustrating, and I know a lot of the girls from the league wanted to go and watch the game, but they couldn't get tickets either. So, it is yeah, it's frustrating.
1: Uh, Katie Mack, always love catching up with you. You've got to come and meet Charlie soon as well, by the way. Um, and then next time we chat yeah, on air, we'll, we'll try and <laughs> figure out where, uh, where Brisbane are going to play if they make the grand final, because it's that story from year one uh, all over again. And um, Emma Carney's <laughs> a great story too, becoming another one of the women's players to be put onto the coaching panel uh, for the men's team with um, uh, Peter Searle's done that as well. And, and we, know that, um, we, we know that Daisy Pearce is going to do that too. So plenty more to discuss when we get you on next time. But I've got to go now. <laughs> love your work. I'll speak. <laughs> soon.
0: Sammy, <laughs> yes, I mean, everyone, make sure you watch the AFLW finals uh, over the weekend. They're going to be cracker games.
1: Absolutely. You'll see Kate McCarthy on seven AFL's coverage of the AFLW finals, semifinals this week, prelims next week. We'll be back to wrap up Duane's World on the other side of this.